welcome to the Breakthrough Podcast with the lead pastor of Emmanuel Church, Pastor Danny Anderson. Hey, guys. Pastor Danny. Thank you. This podcast has helped so many people. You guys have given us so much positive feedback. We're so thankful for all the likes and stars that you give us and the feedback that you've given us. And today, we're going to be searching out having a breakthrough to positivity, breaking through to positivity. Yes, yes, yes. So that's uh, negativity is all around us right now. Why uh, there's a great need for a breakthrough in positivity, but why specifically did you pick this topic for us? Yeah, so in our culture today right now, especially, I mean, it's kind of always this way, but there is just a tremendous amount, Mm -hmm. as you mentioned, negativity in our world today. You turn the news on and it's just uh, what, what what gets people's attention is the negative news, yeah. you know, the sickness, how many people have died, yeah. you know, the racial tensions, the violence, mm-hmm. the looting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, con- there's a constant flow of negativity coming at us through the news media and platforms. Sure. And so it's so easy. I was listening to Pastor Craig Rochelle talk about this. He's he rec- uh, pastor of Life, Life Church. Mm-hmm. He's doing a series or just finished a series called Stay Positive. And uh, he was talking about how it's so easy to get swept up into the negative flow. It is. Uh, it's like a river. The current is yep. so strong and it pulls you in. And before you know it, you know, you're feeling discouraged. You're feeling down. You're feeling negative. You're upset. You're frustrated what's going on. Oh, you're fearful. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it's just, it's really tough. And so if you want to stay, if you want to kind of break through that, it's not going to be natural. You have to swim upstream and you actually have to fight to stay mm. positive. And I, I am thankful that you're acknowledging that it's not a natural thing. Mm-hmm. So how would you suggest that we start to move toward positivity, having that breakthrough in positivity? Yeah, so I think that, you know, there's six things that I try to do in my life. There's probably mm-hmm. more than that, but mm-hmm. I wrote these six things down and the first two were kind of connected, but I separated them. The first okay. one is, you know, to turn down the negativity. You know, years ago, I used to watch the news every night mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and and I what I noticed about it is that I after watching it, I felt discouraged. I felt yeah. down about the conditions or what, but but it really wasn't totally accurate because the news doesn't report any of the positive things going on in the world. And there are right. positive things going on in the world. So what I chose to do is I chose to limit or even stop watching the news on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Instead, get my news from written form, written platforms without all of the interpretation, the negativity and all the agendas that tend to frustrate us. Mm-hmm. And so I would encourage people to turn down the negative inputs in your life. Here's what's true about you and I and all of us really. Mm-hmm. What occupies our mind, the thoughts, the input, what what takes up space in our brains really does shape our emotional state. Mm-hmm. So if we want to have a positive emotional state, we really have to work on the contents of our mind and reducing the negative the negative material. So do you feel like uh, when, if I heard that for the first time, I too limit very much the news that I watch. If you heard that for the first time, you might be like, I'm not going to be informed. So mm-hmm. what are some ways that you stay informed too, though? Yeah, so I would I really look to Twitter. That's just my preference to mm-hmm, try to get mm-hmm, the headlines. Mm-hmm. I don't want interpretations. I don't want oh, you know good, sensationalism. I just want to know what is happening out there, and and that really to me is the definition of what the, what news is. And I can do that in just a few minutes. I don't have to take thirty minutes or forty minutes or an hour to watch to watch a news show. 
That's good. So first step, turn down the negativity. What's the second step? Okay, I love this. Number two is, and it's the same, it's kind of tied together, you know, turn up the positivity. Okay. I mean, so again, if the contents of your mind really determines or shapes the, the your emotional state, mm-hmm. then, then fill your mind with positive things yeah. right from the beginning of the day. You know, spend time reading something positive. I'm a follower of Christ, so every morning I spend time reading the scriptures, the Old Testament, the New Testament, Psalms, Proverbs. And what that does is that immediately lifts my spirit and gets mm-hmm. positivity mm-hmm. in my mind, thoughts on faith, thoughts on God, you know, how, what he's like, he, you know, I can trust him. Um, and then, and then through the day, I continue to do that with podcasts. I mean, I listen yeah. to positive podcasts and yeah. I read positive books. You know, I'm always trying to, to, to look at some things from a, from a positive perspective. And it also is, is about your friends. You know, getting well, getting away from negative people right. and getting around people who have an optimistic, positive outlook on life and spending time with them. I believe with all my heart that we are, you yeah. know, the average, as Jim Rohn has said, the average of the five people who are closest to us. So right, if those right. people aren't positive, guess what? You're not going to be positive. Right. So um, yeah, I really try to focus on getting positive content into my mind, even the movies that you watch. You mm-hmm. know, I, I really mm-hmm. try to say, I want to watch something that is encouraging. I want to watch something that's inspiring. Uh, YouTube, even with YouTube, there's so many things you can find that are encouraging and positive and, and, and optimistic. Um, when I do my workouts, I have a playlist that I, I found on Spotify. Mm-hmm. It's just short three to four minute motivational talks that, huh. are, that are put to music. And so when I go to the gym, I'm listening to these, you know, positive, motivating, encouraging little talks and it's not just a physical workout, it's also a mental workout for me. Right. And so again, that comes back to just increasing the positive input in your life. Yeah, as somebody who's been on your staff um, for uh, quite a while, almost 10 years, I have always appreciated the way that you encourage us to self-develop through books and making space for that and the the positivity for through books or even positive ways to look at negative things that mm-hmm. are happening to you mm-hmm. through uh, training your mind through mm-hmm. reading and that's that's one that's uh, that I'm grateful that you've given to us too. Mm-hmm. So we've turned down the negativity, we turn up the positivity, which are not really intuitive things. Those are part of the fight. What's the third third principle? Okay, so this one is so critical for for me personally. And that is to focus on what you can control and not what you can't. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, it's kind of the the prayer, the the serenity prayer. God, give me the wisdom to know what I can, what's in my control, what's not, and the the wisdom to know the difference. I think I just messed that up pretty, but I was pretty close. Uh, There's a quote from a guy, a Stoic philosopher named Epictetus. I think Mm -hmm. I said that right. You did. Uh, He said this, he said in his book, uh, The Art of Living, he said, happiness and freedom begin with a clear understanding of one principle. Some things are within our control and some things are not. Mm. It is only after you have faced up to this fundamental rule and learned to distinguish between what you can and can't control that inner tranquility and outer effectiveness become possible. Wow. It is such a powerful idea. Mm -hmm. And here's here's what I believe he's really saying, that if if you and I cannot distinguish between the things that are in our control and out of our control, mm-hmm. we're going to spend our time, mental time, mm-hmm. emotional time, focused on things that there's nothing we can do about. Yeah. 
we can't affect change. We can't, you know, change the outcome. And what that leads to is feelings of frustration, yeah. anger, feelings of helplessness, feeling yep. disempowered. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and all of a sudden you have this, all these negative emotions churning inside of you because you're focused ab- about on, on an issue that you can't, you can't change. Yeah. So that's why it's so critical to, to say, wait a second, I know that's a bad deal over yeah. there, whatever, whatever the situation is. Let's just say the looting and all the things that are, that are going sure, on right now, sure, the destruction sure, sure. of property, that's a bad thing. If I focus on that and think about that constantly and watch, you know, videos of it and all this stuff, you know, there's, what, what is that going to do inside of me? That's going to produce all of these negative emotions of frustration yeah. or, or whatever. And I can't take action to stop it. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm not saying we shouldn't be concerned about it. I think we should be concerned about it, but, but I can't dwell on that. Right. And anybody who does is going to find themselves very, very frustrated and feeling helpless and disempowered. And so, uh, I, we have what I've tried. What I try to do is really focus my attention on the things that are within my control. That's empowering. Right. Then I can take action and actually change the outcome, um, and that produces a lot of positive emotions in my life. And with the things that are going on right now, I think every person has an opportunity to apply this one. I know mm. for me personally, um, I'm the executive pastor of families, and summer is our most exciting time with our students. And uh, when COVID hit, I w- made it through March, positive, 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 <laughs> April, positive, positive. May, we found out that the kids' camps were getting canceled because we go to an out-of-state camp. And I wouldn't have thought that that would be the thing, the tipping point for me, but it was. Mm-hmm. And I went home early and I was just... I felt uh, defeated mm-hmm. is probably the best thing that I can think of. Went to bed, but I gave myself that window of time to mm-hmm. be defeated and overwhelmed, but woke up in the morning, centering prayer, got back up and was able to pivot because I couldn't control that those camps were closed. Yeah, that's but we how could you do control. An on- yeah, we Absolutely. could do an on-site camp, mm-hmm. but it... it I have to say it wasn't my first reaction, but I did get there after a, a little while. And I okay, think- let, let me speak to that real quick because okay. what you just said is we're, we're human beings, so no, we're going to have these moments like you just had, whether mm-hmm. it's twenty four hours or or ten hours or whatever it is, where we we're discouraged because the thing that we were planning on, hoping to do, like you mm-hmm. like these camps. Listen, a lot of people had that experience this last couple of months. Yeah. Their the rest of their the basketball season was canceled. Their, yeah. Some some high school players didn't even get to play their senior year in baseball or different sports. Yeah. And and those things are outside of their control. Right. Terrible things, you know, discouraging things. If they stay there. Right. That's the key. You didn't stay there. You had your yeah, window. Yeah. It's understandable. It's discouraging. You love camp. Yeah. Right? And it's not fun that you didn't get to do it. But then then you have to make that choice of like, okay, well, you know, I can't do anything about that. Right. So now I'm going to focus my attention on something I can do. Yeah. And that's what you did. But but it is human and, and we all have that window. I think the key is not to stay there very long. Yeah. I couldn't have handled that defeated kind of hopeless feeling for, for very long. Mm-hmm. So, no, that's good. That's good. It's not an easy one, <laughs> but it, it, it's a... It's a skill. It's a skill. That's 
That's a great way to put it. Okay, what is number four? In- okay, <laughs> this is huge. Um, uh, I would say number four, the fourth key to, to, to breaking through negativity into positivity is to work on your perspective. Okay. And what I meant when I say perspective, what I mean is the way that you are perceiving things, events, hmm. the, way okay. that, the way that you're, the lens that you look through. Your, that's your that's our perspective. Um, Ryan Holiday, you and I both read a fantastic book. We've talked about it before on this podcast. It's called mm-hmm. The Obstacle Is the Way. Yeah. The 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 title says it all. It does. <laughs> this this obstacle that is in front of me is actually the way forward. Isn't that crazy? It's yes. it's not intuitive, but it's so true. In the book, he talks about perspective. He's got a chapter. He says, I love this quote. There is in the event, whatever the event is, Mm -hmm. right? You can't go to camp or you can't finish your season or whatever. There is in the event itself, uh, I'm sorry, there is the event itself and the story we tell ourselves about what it means. Mm. Now, most people don't realize that they have the power to give the event whatever meaning they want to give it. Mm -hmm. They just think that the main, the first meaning that comes to them is the meaning of the event. Well, this yes. is a terrible thing. This yeah. is an awful thing. We're, you know, we're, we're, we're our country's sunk. You know, we're never going to recover from this. Right. You know, right. and and they just think that that's that whatever the first meaning is that that's the only meaning to the event. Right. And that's not necessarily true. It's not. It's actually not true at all. Mm-hmm. We get to decide the meaning that we give to that event. And in that slight shift we can break through from negativity to positivity. Let me give you an example. So right now I'm going through something in my personal life. And I'm not going to necessarily share what it is, but sure. I made a mistake and kind of, uh, you know, it's difficult. Right. <laughs> I right. hurt some people's feelings and trying to, you know. Mm-hmm. And so the mm-hmm. natural thing to do is to say, or, you know, this is a terrible thing. I'm terrible. I'm not a good leader. I've messed up. You know, I'm, I'm not that smart. I'm not wise. Those are some of the natural voices that come from the mistake. Sure. Well, that's, that's maybe natural and it may be, you know, easy to do that. But I can also make a different choice and say to myself, no, okay, I messed up, but this is an opportunity this is an opportunity to not make that same mistake again. Right. This is an opportunity to learn how to humble myself and ask for forgiveness. This is an opportunity to receive grace. Right. This is an opportunity to build bridges. Right. This is an opportunity, right? And yeah. so then I start giving different meanings to this event that was a negative event, mm-hmm. but now I'm turning it into a positive event because I'm assigning a different meaning to this. Yeah. And that's how we can break through to positivity. And that is hard work. Yeah. Because the natural thing to do is to say, well, I'm terrible. I stink. I'm not that. I shouldn't have done that. Blah, right. blah, blah. And then you dogpile on yourself. Right. <laughs> right. You and do. then you get more negative and discouraged and depressed. Yeah. So, you know, there's the event and then there's the meaning that we give the event. That's a huge concept. Do you think the same is true with, um, you just shared that personal example, but do you think the same is true with what we've gone through here at the church? Like our Q1, we were uh, 20% up in attendance, Mm -hmm. 20% plus up in giving and people in groups and connectivity. And then we couldn't meet Mm-hmm. But and we thought, and oh, COVID okay, hit and everything. The thing is, this thing is off the rails <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. But then the percep the the perspective shifted, and we 
con- we, we had personal connections with over a thousand people. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, does, is that principle play in there too? Absolutely. You know, this is an opportunity to grow our online campus, our online viewership. Mm, this is yeah. an opportunity, you know, to, it, we always have a, a, a choice and that's the key. We always have a choice about the meaning we're going to give this event. This is a chance to learn. This is a chance to get better at, you know, reaching people across the country through our online platform, right? Yeah. And so we did that. Yeah. We changed things yeah. up. We improved our equipment. You know, we, we got better at talking to the camera, mm-hmm. you know, and so we, we mm. that that was our choice. We could have just said, oh man, this is terrible. Nobody's showing up to church. What do we do? Right, 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 right. That sounds a very different person. <laughs> right? It's so it, it absolutely applies to, to any situation, any negative event that takes place. You can assign a different meaning to it and that meaning can be very, very positive. Yeah, that's good. Even if it's, a, even, even if it's just an opportunity to forgive. Yeah. Oh man, this person Gosh. hurt me. This is so bad. This is this is so painful. They betrayed me. Blah blah blah. Wait a second. How about this is a chance for you to show this person grace and act like Christ to them. Yeah. And all of a sudden a negative thing turns to a positive. That's good. You could do it in almost any situation. It's hard to do, but if you get you it's like any other skill. You can get better and better and better at it. What's what's our next um, principle in having a breakthrough in positive? Okay, this one is. I mean, these are all huge. They really, really they are. Really they all are. work powerfully. But I would say we need to practice gratitude, oh, gratitude, yeah. Thanksgiving in our hearts. Um, I found an article recently uh, put out by Forbes. The title is pretty long. It says the <laughs> seven scientifically proven benefits of gratitude that will motivate you to give thanks year round. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to put that in the show notes. <laughs> and uh, you could look it up online, but uh, you know, it talks about how gratitude opens the door to more relationships and improves mm-hmm. your physical health. Uh, it enhances your uh, empathy and reduces aggression. It helps you sleep better, improves your self-esteem. But I want the one I wanted to focus on was that gratitude improves your psychological health. Meaning Hmm. this, that gratitude reduces the toxic emotions, specifically envy, resentment, Hmm. and frustration. And the frustration piece is the one that I think produces the most most negativity. I think so too. We're frustrated with what people say, with Mm -hmm. what people post, with what people are doing. Yeah. We get so frustrated, right? Well, when we're practicing gratitude, gratitude literally reduces those toxic emotions and also increases your levels of happiness. Now, all this has been scientifically proven. You can People can look up the article and look at the doctors and yeah. the studies that have done this stuff. But I don't think we need that because if, as I've practiced gratitude, like I've seen the evidence in my own life. Oh, for sure. Like even this morning, I got to go outside uh, on my back porch. It was like 65 degrees, 70 degrees. The sun was shining, the birds were chirping and I'm reading my Bible and it's just this, awesome moment. Yeah. And I'm like, God, thank you. Mm-hmm. That's how I started my day today with mm-hmm. thank you for this beautiful weather. Thank you for these birds. Thank you for the scriptures I get to read. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you start your day that way and you, you feel better. You're, you're optimistic. You're more encouraged. And uh, that, that just all comes from gratitude. So the science proves it, but when you try it yourself, and people, people uh, have recognized this now outside of faith, inside of faith, they put it in your journals now. And all the major journals, yes. are, they, they, you know, there's a part in there that, that, to practice gratitude. Yeah. You know, take five minutes and write a couple of things down you're thankful for. Yeah. They're not even religious journals. No. 
It's just, it's just a fact now that when you practice gratitude, it's going to encourage your heart. It's going to be, help you be more positive. Yeah, we recently, um, on uh, we use Traction as our operating system, and we have a Levelton agenda for every meeting. And it used to start with good news, and we switched that to what am I grateful for. And that um, has increased empathy in the room mm-hmm. that has increased. Um, uh, it's a lot of departments and heads in one room in that meeting that I lead. And boy, it just opens people up to the humanity of one another to see like, oh, she's grateful for her family. I'm grateful for my family. Mm-hmm. But then you also adjust your heart posture and the gratitude even seems like it helps with perspective for sure too. It really does. So um, that's I have seen that in action in the workplace mm-hmm. too, having mm-hmm. gratitude before we before we start those meetings. And you know, and the the reason it works so well, well, this is the last thing I'll say about gratitude is because you're when you practice gratitude, you're literally shifting your thoughts mm-hmm. to something positive. So remember what we said earlier, like the contents of your mind shape your emotional life. Right. So if I'm, if I'm thinking about what can I be thankful for today? Five things. I'm literally mentally training myself to refocus yeah. on the sunshine, on the fact that you know my, my I get to have dinner with my kids last night yeah. you know, around the table. Or like last night, my son was leading a Bible study mm. in our backyard with five other guys. Mm. And I just looked over there and I was like, man, I'm thankful for that kid. Yeah, He's 18 years old. He could be out doing no good. Yes, whatever you wanted. <laughs> you know, he's, he's, yeah. he's going to be heading to Liberty in, in three months. Mm. And we're, you know, he's not going to... But right now he's in the backyard doing a Bible Bible study on a book called The Disciplines of a Godly Man. And I'm like, that is awesome. Yeah. You know, just my heart was filled with gratitude. Yeah. Just noticing those things. There's a quote we talked about earlier. You know, be, it's really about awareness. Think, I think gratitude is about awareness. The quote says, uh, you know, some people go out in the rain and they get wet and some people feel the rain. Yeah. And it's like, I want to be one of those people that, that feels, the, yeah. feels the rain. Not necessarily. I like. I don't like going out in the rain, but sure. but that's not the point. The point is that are you aware? Do, do, do you just get wet, or do you actually feel, you know, what what the rain, the feel, what's going on around you? Yeah. I don't know if that connects or not, but I think it does. I really think it does because what happens to you, and feeling the rain. Mm-hmm. That's you being engaged and you in it. Yeah. And that I think that sure. really does. Okay, what's our last principle for today? Okay, so this was for those of us who are Christ followers and, and even if you're not a Christ follower, this is I hope this ministers to you or blesses you, but you know, I think that faith is such a key issue to staying positive. And so what I would say is you have to work to keep your faith strong. Just because we have faith doesn't mean that the faith is, it's like a muscle. Mm -hmm. You know, we have muscles, but they're either getting weaker or they're getting stronger. So we have to work that muscle to keep that faith strong. Mm -hmm. And so what the way that we, that I try to do that, and I've already mentioned this is to get in the scriptures, you know, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So specifically passages that speak to, to God's sovereignty and God's goodness. One mm-hmm. of them is so critical for us. And if those of pe- those of you who have been Christ followers for a while, you know this verse. It's Romans eight twenty eight. It says, "We know that God causes everything, mm-hmm. okay, both good and bad, to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose for them." Now that passage is so critical, not just because it speaks to God's sovereignty, meaning that God is in control of all events, Mm -hmm. but also that he's working these events out for my good and for Mm -hmm. your good. 
meaning that he's a good God. He's a good father. Yeah. See, it's yeah. one thing to believe that God is in control. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. That, um, that helps. But what if he's a tyrant? Yeah. What if he's mean? What if he doesn't care and he's in control? Then then that's bad. Yeah. Then he's, you know, then he's playing tricks on us and he's, you know, what? Right. So it's, it's, it's critical to believe both that he is sovereign and he's over, especially right now in our, in our country, mm-hmm. all the things that are going on with COVID and racial tension, all this stuff, but he's also good, which means he's going to, he's going to do, bring something good from this. Now, with that lens, this kind of goes back to perspective. With that lens, I can now interpret all the events and the news that are mm-hmm. coming out and the things that are, people are saying, uh, things people are saying about our church, things that people are saying about me or you right. or whatever. Right. I can interpret those things properly mm-hmm. in such a way that I don't get overly discouraged. Not to yeah. say that I won't get discouraged, but not overly discouraged. Right. Because I can go back to the fact and say, you know what? Wait a second. God's got a plan here. He's going to bring something good out of this. And and that, again, that takes work. Yeah. Just because Romans 8.28 is in the Bible doesn't mean that you're going to apply it <laughs> or I'm right. going to apply right. it or that it's going to help me. Yeah. Like it's there, but we got to look at it and study it and meditate on it and apply it to our life if we want to experience the benefits of it. Agreed. Agreed. So. Well, we've had a lot of content today, so I'm just going to recap real quick what Pastor Danny said. As you're looking for that breakthrough in positivity, turning down the negativity, and then to turn up the positivity, positivity. focus on what you can control, work on your perspective, and then practice gratitude, and finally, keep your faith strong. Mm -hmm. And if you have to go back and listen again so that you get those and write those down, there's a lot of good content in there. As we wrap up today, uh, what are your parting words for us on this topic? The last thing I'll say about this uh, is that, you know, at the end of the day, whether I'm a a positive, being positive or negative, it it is my choice. Mm -hmm. It is our choice. Like we get to choose if we're going to move towards positivity or negativity. It's, it's, uh, it's not a passive thing. Mm-hmm. No one passively becomes positive. <laughs> right. Uh, we, we, we become negative because we're not paying attention to our responsibility yeah. <laughs> to be positive. We get caught up in the stream of negativity. We do. The flow. It's very strong. Abraham Lincoln said this, and I, I know you love this quote too. He said, most folks are as happy as they make up their minds to be. I do love that. Yeah. And again, that's just empowering to me saying, hey, this if I want to be a positive person, it's on me mm-hmm. to work against the stream, to push it, to swim up upstream. Yeah. And by doing some of the things that we talked about today. And uh, you know, it puts the responsibility back on us. Yeah. You know, it's our choice. So that's my parting. Well, thank you so much oh, for man. this. I took down some um, new things, especially about the muscle that's either getting stronger or weaker, this mm-hmm. muscle of positivity that was great. We love hearing from you. If you feel like there's somebody in your life that could benefit from this podcast, please share it with them uh, and give us your comments and your likes. We'd love to hear that too. If you ever want to uh, connect with Pastor Danny in a different way, he's on Instagram, he's on Twitter. He has a blog that you can link to through eclife.org. You can see all of his talks on eclife.org and we would just love to connect with you in any way that you would like. And we love your feedback. So we will see you next month. And thanks again, Pastor Dean. See you next month. God bless.